Hello and welcome to Where the Living Room Used to Be, a podcast about Rhode Island's music scene. Hey everyone, it's James. On this mini-episode, Kevin Silva passes along a wild story from the legendary Joe Moody. Plus, we talk about the energy and excitement that can come from exploring new sounds. And we discuss the similarities of comedy and music. Kevin, I wanted to ask you, with uh, you know everything that you kind of been a part of you know uh some of the bands you've been in or you know engineers you've worked with is there a piece of musical advice that they've given you that stuck with you that you would like to pass along yes uh this is an easy one so again this is we were recording with senior discount we were recording with joe moody and joe we were tracking at the time and joe said to us um stop hit hit pause on the on the, the tape reel Mm-hmm. And uh, so, guys, come to the sound booth. So we all came in. And he told us a story about wolves. I want to say I can't. Some I animal or <laughs> some yeah, some predator <laughs> animal at the top yeah. of the hill. <laughs> and, yeah. And so he looks down and he sees all these like cows. Maybe they're bulls at the top of the hill. He sees these cows. He's like, I want to go down and have sex with every single one of those cows right now. And the the other guy leans over and says to him, "Hey, man." you should go down slowly and have sex with each one of them one at a time. And I, like, literally I, I will never forget go like dropped it. Like he, he would, he literally spoke the words like he was a shaman. He was like, right guys. Right. And we all looked at each other like, what the fuck is this guy <laughs> talking about? We had no idea what the fuck he was talking about. So then for now on, like anytime anyone asked me any sort of musical advice, like what was one thing you would say to like, an up-and-coming kid trying to do it like that's the story i give because i want him to leave and you just go what the what the fuck what did that what did that guy with a bunch of gray hair just tell me <laughs> so he didn't actually explain any moral of that story a, or any like all. connection <laughs> he just dropped it like like bagger vance just, like he just was like here here here's yeah. this little nugget of information that you, yeah. <laughs> you now have to live with yeah yeah it was great all right well, that's uh that's interesting i don't think i've well, I definitely haven't received that piece of advice, and I haven't. Uh, uh, but uh, <laughs> I still, I still, yeah, I still have no idea what to make of it. So, <laughs> but the uh, the impression that Joe made on Rhode Island's music scene continues oh, on, man. you know, yeah, forever. Yeah, so, he was a character. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, great man. But you know, at that same token, you've had this long career as a songwriter as a you know a person that's out performing playing some big stages doing a lot with with music yourself has there been something that you've learned personally that you would like to now share oh oh wow oh yeah uh i just i I guess i would say if you want to do music do it do it for you don't do it for any other reason besides if you like something, do that. Uh, I feel like, you know, myself, from time to time, I feel like I'm trying to push myself into, you know, doing this as a songwriter or that as a songwriter, but then I always just fall back on the idea of, like, what what do I want to listen to right now? Like, what, mm-hmm. what am I going to sit back 
Now I'm literally, and I hate to admit this, I'm probably my biggest fan. I'll just be like, what, what am I gonna, when I mow the lawn, like, what do I want to still listen to this? And I'll just make that music. So if you're, if you think it's to this or to that, drop that, drop the ego. Don't, don't worry about that. Just make something that makes you internally happy. That's the best mm -hmm. advice I can give to anyone. Yeah. Is that where you're coming from with the new EP? Like you've mentioned that you've branched out a little bit. With uh, that. I tried like, to. Are, are you listening to more folk music? Are you listening to other so, stuff like yeah. that? Or? No. So my world was kind of flipped upside down uh, last summer through a work colleague got me hooked up with the, the Newport folk festivals. And mm -hmm. I went and I went and I worked there for both weekends and that experience, seeing that, seeing the behind the stage interaction, really kind of doing a deep dive. Like I nerd out all the time on stuff and like, like I said, my, my ADD brain always has to go, go, go. And if I find something new, like I just started listening to like podcasts about the, what the folk festivals, well, not even folk, but folk and jazz represented mm -hmm. and like what that is. And so that kind of changed me. So then, I mean, I've always, that's the weird thing for me too, is like genres of music. I've always, I've always been a, an avid fan of everything. So mm -hmm. trying to write something different. So this song, I, I pushed myself though. I intentionally wrote it folky about the folk festival uh, experience. Okay. Like about your personal experience, like working at that? No, nah, just the general or, idea of it. Just, just the okay. Ethos. Yeah, just I just told the whole ethos of the the whole experience and just made a, mm -hmm. a cheesy. It's not going to resonate well. I feel like now, now I'm second guessing it, <laughs> and I don't. That's that wasn't my plan was to have you. Uh, <laughs> actually, the EP yeah. is not coming out. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks to James. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, James. Yeah. Uh, no, that's really cool. Um, it's cool that you got to be a part of that. You know, it's been obviously such an incredible part of, uh, you know, putting Rhode Island on the map as a, as a yeah. festival, you know, going back to George Wien and everything like that. But even, yes, yeah, sure. sort of the, the resurrection of it with, uh, you know, John McCauley, uh, you know, helping with some of the reins and just pulling in some of those new, uh, you know, the, the newer folk vibe of stuff, you know, it's, I guess it also probably helps that like that style of music is what's popular now. Like, but that's, that's great. You know? Um, and then, yeah, you know, the last question for for this segment here, as you know, I just I always want to ask like what inspires musicians and it, and it can be like what inspires your songwriting, what inspires your lyrics, but it could also just be like what inspires you as a person. Um, you know, obviously it's such a personal thing being a musician, so you know, what kind of does drive you in that way? Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. I feel like it's just uh it's a creative need. It just constantly is there. It's a, it's a, a thing that I can't shake. It's the idea of finding inspiration though. Like it could be a song for, for me. I feel like a lot of times I, I tend to be listening to something new and picking up on like a drum bass loop thing and just feeling that vibe and like understanding, like, I'm like, Oh, I, I like the, the, whether it be the syncopation of something or like something about that, you know, boom, cack, that I like, like this, like I, like, I'm like, I want to now piggyback, not pay. I do do that a lot though. I, I will say like, I'll hear a song and I'm like, oh, I want to write a song like that. That happened to me <laughs> recently with, um, Taylor Swift's song, anti-hero or anti-hero. Okay. So I heard that. I heard that song and I know that, um, what's his face? Um, the kid from bleachers, I can't think of his name right now, the producer, whatever. Um, okay the way that he produced that song, I was like, there's something about that song that I liked and whether it be the, you know, the, the res bass or whatever it was, it was something drawing me to that song. So I went down to my motif and I started kind of 
playing around with it and i came up with this track and i was like this is good and i, I wrote it but then i scrapped it and ended up making a sky song for the warren kids yeah now it's cool and it's great to yeah here of just uh just being open to a lot of those things you know like uh oh, for sure. um, i guess you know you were mentioning you know earlier about comedians and you know i've never been able to do that but have yeah definitely connected with them uh from an early age burning desire uh, james i don't know what it is a burning oh, desire really? to do six minutes of stand up that's cool that's cool and obviously uh yeah chuck does uh some stuff i mean he's does the, his fun bearable podcast and you know uh be at the comedy connection and does a lot of that stuff so that's cool fun, but, fun bearable uh, is fantastic and this is a great yeah, place shout to plug out to it too huge yeah. shout out to them great 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 pod yeah see i don't think i've ever had the urge I, maybe it's just because i'm a drummer and i kind of really fit the uh like stereotype of like i am 100 fine being Blending in the back the wallpaper. kind of yeah. yeah yeah um and uh you know even actually doing this podcast it was like oh i actually need to talk <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> oh all right i guess so um but yeah i've just th that that constant like they're just always writing you know like they're doing shows you know the, from the documentaries yeah. that i've seen like they're doing shows and they're back at the hotel and they've got their you know little notebook that's by the bed for the you know the dream that they had and they think that something's funny and it's just like constant like if you're a comedian you're like you're looking at everything through that lens and and putting your twist on it and just that's you know exactly, that's um, exactly it. and that's it's and it's just it's brilliant maybe it's also potentially torturous for some people that they just can never unplug you know like i i you know not that i ever really wanted to do it but you know we are pretty similar we're you know have career jobs we have uh a family we have you know i have three kids i think you have three kids right um yep. you know like so i see people i'm like oh it, it might be cool to actually like go to work and then like go home like watch a game on the weekends like go to home depot like but that's just not my life i mean i do those things i still go to home depot you know whatever and, and go to but it's still like oh i you know like my day today was so similar to yours you know like woke up early in the morning with my kids like worked all day like raced home scarf like a piece of pizza coached baseball ran home set up my computer to do this interview you know it's been like a 15 hour day basically you know like uh and but i just i, I love it and i i have this like i want to do this stuff i want to be able to share your story i want to be able to share other people's stories i want to be able to be connected with my family and uh and in that way but there's there is like i don't it's not even like envy but it'd be like i wonder what it'd be like to not do all of these things to not play in a band <laughs> to not put out albums to not do a podcast to just be like oh i just went home and i you know i'm done you know and with the day at five o'clock i'm just home now and i'm gonna watch the news you know and um <laughs> it's it's just an interesting thing so uh no real moral going with the the joe moody if there's no real end to that story but uh <laughs> those are things that go on in my head no, i know? literally <laughs> like it's like looking in a gosh dang mirror like it just i can't that's what it is it's just constant go 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 and like to find you know a fragment of time to do something creative is like but you just do it because you have to it's not that's yeah. the thing is like it's funny i i don't have trouble finding inspiration because like it's that constant like insanity of it's constantly pinging to my brain and like thinking about this and that and like you know I'm hearing mm -hmm. i'll pick up like a little something here and a little nugget something there and I'm like yeah you know and i'll write and I'll, sometimes i just free write on my phone i'll just constantly like just mm -hmm. write thoughts so do a lot of that yeah, yeah. and then uh 
formulating, you know, ideas for songs and stuff, and then just running with it. Yeah. Well, it's awesome. I appreciate you sharing this and, uh, yeah, giving this kind of little window into to uh, your process here. So, yeah, thanks again, Kevin. I appreciate Absolutely, it. Man. Thanks, as always, for checking this out. In the full episode, Kevin talked about the early stages of home recording for his Me and Who project right here in Providence. Uh, so these are not those recordings, but this is their 24-hour PBR Diet EP that I feel kind of shares that sound, um, you know, a little bit more stripped-down stuff. So I wanted to share it with you, and this song is called Travel the World. I hope you enjoy. Just me and who From that third floor apartment Back in Newport, Rhode Island It's where I first fell in love With your selfless smile It's you, it's only you Who can mend me when I'm broken Anxious and tired From that shoebox apartment Back in Hawthorne, New Jersey We drank plenty of wine You're everything I need you to be Just wanna travel the world with you, my love. See all there is, there is to see. So take my hand. simple things that you do from that foster street apartment back in boston massachusetts you taught me to compromise i taught you to be ruthless it's you it's only you after all the years and struggles that we've battled through one day we'll save enough pennies to move out of these apartments by that beachfront villa like the one you always wanted you're everything I need you to be Just wanna travel the world With you, my love See all there is, there is to see So take my hand Yeah.